Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms and Sales Podcast. I'm Lynn, your host of today's show, and we have got a great discussion in store for you today on utilizing the most relevant tools to reach your goals. Joining me today is our special guest, Gresham Harkness, Jr., Gresham helps entrepreneurs and business owners to increase their visibility and generate more opportunities using the web. He hosts CEO Podcasts, which consists of the I Am CEO Podcast and the CEO Chat Podcast. Both of these air daily, and I have been fortunate enough to be a guest. And so I would just want to say, Gresh, I am so glad you're here today. Welcome. Lynn, thanks for so much for having me on the show. You bet. This is going to be a really terrific conversation. And let's just get right to it. And I know that you manage a community of niche business blogs and content called CEO Blog Nation. So that's sort of your big umbrella, which is cbnation.co. And you provide resources, stories, and support for entrepreneurs and business owners. So I would love to hear you share your mission and how it supports experienced entrepreneurs, you know, the newbies and those with a side hustle. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate everything that you're doing. Appreciate you for, you know, being a guest on the show and for definitely having me. I um the the really the goal and it, it took some time to get some clarity around, you know, understanding exactly what the goal and the mission was. But I, I say usually simply um, we're trying to increase the business success rate um, because that does cover, you know, so many different aspects of um, in different stages of where people are uh, related to business. And I really look at like CB Nation as, you know, different ways that people can take in content, whether it be audio, video or, you know, blog format um, to, to try to basically uh, increase that business success rate in a two-part way just to, to tell and hear about entrepreneurs and business owners, people doing awesome things. And then on the other end, just getting access to resources that we may not necessarily know that are available to us so that we can be successful as well. So we really try to focus on that two-part way to, to, to increase that business success rate. Yeah, and that is so true because you pick up one nugget out of either listening to the podcast or watching a video or reading something, it can really move your business forward. And I love that. I love that support that you're providing um, for all of us out there who are, are, are doing our own thing, right? So I know that you also have a web services business. And how do you blend that with the CEO Blog Nation? Absolutely. So I want to say about three or four. Well, when I started, uh, you know, CEO Blog Nation, um, it was really um, it's more of like a labor of love. And it was kind of like a discovery project, I guess you can say for me to learn more about entrepreneurship, about business, because I didn't necessarily grow up in that business environment, so to speak. So I, I took it upon myself. I knew that I was interested in creating content and writing specifically. So I would interview entrepreneurs and business owners. And I think that I was trying to grow CEO Blog Nation and then Blue 16 Media at the same time. And Blue 16 Media is the digital marketing um, agency and company that I have as well. Um, so I, it was probably about three or four years ago where I was trying to, to figure out, you know, was I going to do one or the other? 
um, and really, you know, stressing myself out over, I'm really passionate about this. I love this, but it doesn't generate or have that business model. And I really love, you know, this, it, this helps me keep the lights on, but I don't really like light up for it. Like I do for, you know, CB nation and CO blog nation. So, um, I was racking my brain and then I basically asked myself, um, um, a question that I think helped me out tremendously, which was pretty much if I had, you know, unlimited funds, you know, for Blue 16 Media, the digital marketing company, what would I invest that money into? And a lot of it was around creating kind of like a platform or a system so that it can connect with my target market. Because I felt that if you build like that community, that opportunity, create content uh, for people that are interested um, and your and you know in in what in the services you provide, but also all the kind of ancillary services as well. You can basically start to create that um, opportunity to kind of build um, leads, build you know opportunities, but also create you know valuable content and information for your target market. So that you know in a long kind of freight way is is exactly how I decided to kind of merge them both together. Where I realized that um, the entrepreneurs and business owners I was trying to connect with. Um, um, and featuring on the blog were also those people I was trying to connect with on the site and wanted to network and build strategic strategic relationships and all those things um, was what I was trying to do anyway. So rather than, you know, reinvent the wheel or start from scratch, I already had something that was kind of in place that I could do that. Yeah, that's and that's in a nutshell, when you're driving sales is to build value and to be providing that value to your prospects and of course existing customers. But I've always found that to be, you know, a surefire way to lay the foundation for a really strong long-term relationship. So that is brilliant. Um, well, at least I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> so uh, Gresh, how can entrepreneurs and business owners increase their visibility and generate more opportunities or, or leads um, using this type of idea of providing value and using the web? Yes, absolutely. So I'm really big into to really, I think, approaching, um, you know, your marketing in a very strategic way. I think a lot of times that there's so many different tools out there. And I, I know we talked a little bit offline about all the different things that you have at your disposal uh, to, to bring people and, and attract people. Um, but I think it's so important that um, you think about things strategically. And, and a lot of times what people don't do is they don't really get clear on their their target market uh, understanding and, and creating that avatar, so to speak. So you basically paint a picture of exactly who you want to target, you know, from head to toe, you know, exactly like what time of day they want to eat lunch, uh, what they want to eat for lunch. You just know so much about your target market that when you're figuring out what social media site to, to be on, how to develop your website, what content, what pictures to have on your website. You're not really just, you know, throwing paint against the wall, so to speak. You're actually doing it strategically because you know exactly who you want to connect with. So I think that that helps out a ton when you have that kind of uh, mentality. I call it like you are a media company mentality. Um, so it's like you're approaching um, your target market, like your their Washington Post or their USA Today or whatever your favorite um, news um, site might be, and you're understanding because you've done that work where you understand your goal, you understand who you're you're targeting, you know exactly what type of content, how regular the content that they want to take in, whether they want long form content or short content, you you understand all that because you're so dialed into your target market. And I think it's definitely a missed opportunity that most people 
um, have where they're thinking more about all the tools out there rather than working backwards from the goals and the target market and of course you know understanding your resources yeah, that's. I like the paint against the wall. I use that phrase, spaghetti against the wall. Yes, yeah, so it's spaghetti. a little different. Yeah. <laughs> so mine's messier. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Yours could end up being a piece of art. <laughs> it it maybe. It, it depends. <laughs> if you like, so, if you like spaghetti art, then maybe that yeah, yours too. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know, and it's one of the other things that I really connected with what you said is I view it as there's so many shiny objects out there that can be distracting. And, you know, as an entrepreneur running my own business, I can, it's just like, oh, wow, you know, and all of a sudden you're, you're reaching for that. And, and, and you've got, suddenly you've got so many balls in the air, you're not even sure what the heck you're doing. And so definitely driving that through um, that strategic process and really creating a funnel and knowing your audience, so you know, what's going to, that's working for them. And then how can you leverage that? I think that that's brilliant. I love everything you just said. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, so let's, let's talk about how you assist organizations to build this, a media company, or you are a media company, you know, the, the, what what would it be? The WAMP? YAMP? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. YAMPs. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it, it's funny because it's it's like a kind of like a, a six step process that I talk about. But I, I did want to you know touch on what you said a minute ago that I think that there's I think you want to approach everything from a strategic standpoint, but you keep in mind that you do want to leave some opportunity to throw you know the paint or the spaghetti against the wall because I think a lot of times that's where true innovation happens, where you do try something out. But I think that you know you're not spending maybe a hundred percent of your um, your revenue or, or your budget on that, maybe you're sending about 10%. So just understanding where you're strategically spending it and why I think that, you know, you always leave room for that. But, um, when you're, you're, you're thinking through exactly how to, um, create that media company, I have like a six step process I usually talk about and, it's um it's actually an acronym kind of a, a an acronym that I kind of molded together and it's recipe so it's R E C I P P P three P's um and then an E at the end and those six step process that six step process actually takes you through exactly like how you should approach your your entire digital marketing strategy um and I usually start out with um, just understanding first and foremost the R and the E and recipe is all about um, your marketing plan. So I usually say that you should approach it just like you're creating your favorite dish. Um, my mom makes sweet potato pie that I absolutely love. So I always usually use that as an example, but it could be, you know, something completely different for everybody. Um, but you want to approach your marketing strategy just like that, like whatever, um, you want to do for your business, you want to approach it just like you're going to the grocery store and trying to figure out what you're, what dish you're going to make, um, or what you're trying to build. It's a process that goes about, you know, for that to happen. It doesn't just happen overnight that you have your favorite dish. Um, it takes time to do that and it takes, you know, steps to do that. So that's kind of like what that alludes to is just understanding that your R and your E is your, your, your marketing plan. And then, um, from there, you're really focusing on um, what I call your crust. And your crust is basically your foundation for your marketing strategy. 
Um, so that's the C in the in the acronym recipe. Um, that usually more times than not goes back to your website and your blog. Um, your blog can sometimes be an aspect of your website, or sometimes depending on how you want to build your business, maybe your 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 blog is your entire website. If you're especially if you are a traditional kind of journalistic company. Um, but the idea of your crust is it's basically going to be the foundation for everything that you do. So when you're on podcasts, when you're creating blogs, when you're, um, you know, doing uh, going to networking events, you know, what you're usually trying to do is draw people back to a certain place where they can see kind of maybe everything that you're doing, all the different services you're providing, testimonials, things like that. And that's often held in a place you can control more than anything else, which is generally your website or your in, in, in or your blog. So it's kind of like that foundation. Um, and the reason I say the crust is just because all the different things that you do on top of that, um, you're going to add on to um, the, the filling that that is within that crust that you have. Um, so um, after that, you really want to look at um, the I and the I um, in the in the acronym is going to be your ingredients. And this is usually where you'll spend the most time. This is where we talked about the the spaghetti or the <laughs> um, the, the the paint Man. that you're putting against the wall. Yeah, all those things because the ingredients is where it can get fun, but it could also get extremely frustrating because there literally are so many ingredients. And definitely envision yourself going into that grocery store and, and figuring out what you want to make. Usually, you want to know what you want to make before you go to the grocery store, yes. or you can really get drowned by so many different things out there. Um, so when you're, when you're thinking about from a, um, a really strategic, um, and practical standpoint for your business, you're thinking about different tools out there, like digital tools and even non-digital tools. But, um, usually we focus obviously more, a little bit more on the digital. So we're talking about, you know, SEO, so search engine optimization, um, social media, the different social media platforms you have, which are your, um, your Instagrams, your, your Facebook, um, your Twitter, um, uh, Pinterest, you know, there's all these different tools out there you can choose at your disposal. Um, and then you, you can even think about um, offline things that can kind of complement and be part of your marketing mix as well, too, which are like networking groups, maybe traditional flyers. Um, maybe you are doing a little bit more um, old school, quote unquote, old school things like cold calling, just different things like that to kind of uh, to uh, get your name and your business name out there and your organization out there. You want to look at those in, as, as ingredients. And the reason I say ingredients is because you're going back to what you decided to go to the grocery store before um, to do. So you had a mission, you had a plan, you had a vision of what you wanted to create. So if you are making sweet potato pie, if you are making um, strawberry Cherish cheesecake, Jubilee, yeah. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> you may not necessarily want pickles in your Jubilee. So yeah. rather than, and, and you might, if you do that, sure, that's your thing. <laughs> but the goal really is when you go to the grocery store, you figure out what are the essential ingredients to you getting that end product of yours. And of course, like I like I mentioned, like we talked about before, you want to have room to experiment a little bit. But that's why I usually always going back to to seeing all the ingredients out there, understanding like the strengths and weaknesses of each of them. Um, but then, you know, 
going along with the acronym, the two there's two P's I usually go to, the two of the three P's, which are pick and prepare. So the idea is that you want to pick one or two of those ingredients that are going to be essential to your overall marketing strategy. You don't want to pick the pickles necessarily unless that's your thing. Um, but you want to understand like these are the one or two things that are going to be so essential to me um, executing on the strategy of what I wanted to do. Um, so and again, you know, because you did that work in the beginning, you understand your target market, you understand your goals, you understand the resources that you have, you've done all that stuff before. So you can basically run those questions, those different ingredients through that filter to determine if that's in alignment with what you're trying to achieve. And I think that's one of the big missed things that, you know, people do. So um, maybe you're, you decide that you're going to do a daily podcast. Maybe you decide that you are going to spend more time on LinkedIn. And it's not to say, you know, ignore the rest of those. It's just understanding that these are going to be the essential ingredients to my overall recipe uh, to make me su successful and make my organization successful. Um, so after you pick and prepare those ingredients, um, the, the third P is you're actually going to put it into the oven. So when you're putting it into the oven, that means you're executing on your strategy. You're figuring out exactly how um, you're going to, to make that dish happen or your, your marketing strategy happen. Um, and then the, the E is that you want to enjoy the final product um, and keep and, and keep working to perfect it. So understand that the very first time you make Jubilee, the very first time you make um, sweet potato pie or, or strawberry cheesecake, whatever it might be, it may not come out exactly how you want it the first time, but that's why you continue to work and perfect it. And it's the same thing for marketing strategies. A lot of times the first time you do something, it's not necessarily going to go exactly how you want, but maybe you'll go back to your Facebook ad and you'll change your copy or you'll change the image that's there and you continue to kind of hack that that overall recipe and those ingredients maybe the way you put the ingredients in there or the amount but understanding that you look at it very strategically so that you can get that final product but understand that it can go and, and kind of a circle where you're doing it over and over again so that you get exactly what you want but you know don't get discouraged at the first time you do it it doesn't necessarily come out the way you want it to yeah i like your analogy with the the recipe and the, the the shopping cart mm -hmm. and because there there are you can spread yourself too thin so let's you know staying with the food analogy like peanut butter you know on bread or something you know you have <laughs> right. to you know you want to have enough that you can taste the peanut butter and that it holds the sandwich together etc mm -hmm. but um and i find that that can be really that's one of the things because it's sort of like i can't you can't do it all unless you're coca-cola or something <laughs> right. uh, so Therefore, you really do have to pick and choose and knowing your strategic goals and your audience and their why it helps you, like you just said, I love that, you know, sift through it just like a little flour sifter when you're making mm -hmm. your sweet potato pie so that you can get to the those elements those ingredients that are going to help you. Um, that is that's really great because it is it can be very hard um, you sort of feel like you're you have to do all these different things and you just can't yeah you know so <laughs> yeah so um and i think niching down is really um a very good very good advice for all the entrepreneurs out there and the same is true in sales you know you want to niche down to that customer's why and um, make sure you've got the same sort of ingredients that you've put together to reach them so with, with that note i mean what's your i mean really uh 
I mean, I love you. You say golden nugget piece of advice mm-hmm. that you would have for a newbie entrepreneur or someone who has a side hustle and they're really looking to increase their visibility and generate more opportunities. Yes, absolutely. And I think the biggest thing is to, to going back to, you know, what I talked about before is just being very open and honest about what those resources are. And that's one of the big reasons, you know, you usually want to niche down is because it's less expensive for you to uh, basically target one specific type of person or a person than to try to connect with everybody. You can try to do that. Um, you'll be very exhausted by doing that, but definitely, you know, niching down to, to do that is great. But I think um, probably uh, somebody that's looking for visibility, um, you know, just assuming that you have your website and all those things in place, I think one of the things that you can do with limited resources you can really leverage is there's a lot of kind of, um, free ways that you can just be active, extremely active, of course, on social media. But I think everything as far as like reaching out um, and using kind of earned media um, to to get your name out there and to show your expertise is, is really something that you can um, you can leverage tremendously. So that's using tools like Helper Reporter Out, um, where you can get published on certain publications. We use it for CEO Blog Nation um, to to have regular roundups where we're always featuring entrepreneurs and business owners at least three times a week um, on different roundups. Um, but also there's you know different sites like a podcast guest where you can actually be featured on podcasts. Um, and you can reach out to people. You can literally, um, you know, really, if you want to roll up your sleeves and, and go roll up your sleeves, so to speak, and go into, um, you know, the, the, the iTunes um, directory on Apple Podcasts to see the different podcasts that are out there and reaching out to those um, those different hosts. I, I mean, that's definitely a great way to do it. But um I think those are ways that you're spending. And usually I, I talk about this, too, where there's usually kind of like a a a um you're either spending time or you're spending money and there's usually kind of like that that balance where you're trying to figure out time versus money and usually especially if you're starting out you might have more time than you have money so maybe you're going to roll up your sleeves a lot more but as you start to get that visibility you start to get that first client and then that second client and so on and so forth you start having less time and you have more money so you can maybe start investing in you know experts to bring on to do your website or to to manage your 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 social media camp all those different things but you really from day one you want to basically roll up your sleeves and do that sweat equity and put in that sweat equity so that you can invest into hiring those experts for one and two because you've done it to some degree you also have a level of um competence i guess when hiring somebody so it's not just a complete blind hire which i think a lot of people also run into as well yeah you know what's ironic is that we originally connected through the help a reporter out exactly submitted something which you picked up and then in turn then you reach back out and was on your podcast I mean it is it's there's so many different ways that you can make these connections which is terrific um, I think that one thing I would also add is um, if you could I really feel that certainly what's helped us is to have one really rocking uh, lead magnet Mm-hmm. Um, that you can put out there, um, whether, you know, so that's on your homepage so that you have some different ways that you can promote it. Um, that can certainly uh, help you build your audience and get to know your audience a little better. And uh, so I, I know that that's something that we've used. Yeah. And I definitely think that everything else of your advice was, is 
is tr- perfect and it is a golden nugget <laughs> yeah absolutely i think that's a great point and it kind of goes back to like the whole crest man mindset because you want to basically have something to draw people back to so when you are on these podcasts you want to offer like a free download so you can get everybody's email address name email address and phone number so that when they do hear you that they can actually take action when they're on the show yeah yeah i mean there's just so many different ways that you can do that and it it also you're demonstrating what you we talked about at the very beginning you're giving value and you're um getting them involved and Mm -hmm. and if they liked your tool Maybe they're not going to be a customer today, but down the road, as they keep following you and stay in touch, they'll become a customer. So that's that's absolutely great. So, uh, Gresh, thank you so much. It's been a really great conversation. And on your, your insights and tips for leveraging relevant tools to achieve your goals have, have has been phenomenal. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I'm going to say to everyone out there in the audience, hey, if you've got ideas and you'd like to share them, please um, come on, chime in off in the, the comment section. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And what we've just been talking about, hey, to stay current with all our informative advice and breakthrough advantages go ahead and sign up for our weekly Wisdoms newsletter. Thank you, everybody. 